Welcome back to Courage is Calling. I am Mel Wiggins and this is your spot for a quick pep talk on being brave, on getting more clear and visible and trusting yourself more. Before I begin this episode, I wanted to invite you to check out my accelerator program uh, that we are beginning in the middle of March 2023. So the accelerator program is an eight month group coaching program for female business owners who want to bring more freedom and ease and intentional growth into their work. So in the program, there will be monthly workshops, which will be delivered by me with accompanying workbooks that are actually practical and action orientated. There's also a vault with access to some of my other products, like the course Catalyst that walks you through creating your own online program. And you get access to all the benefits of the Assembly Mastermind community. We also have guest experts that come into the Accelerator program every quarter to dive deeper into um, more particular aspects of your business, like money mindset and pricing and copywriting and knowing what systems and tools are going to bring you more ease and freedom. And not just that, there are also weekly office hours where we get to hang out and I can dig deep into wherever you're feeling stuck in your business that week, if you're in need of a bit of guidance, a bit of community support and encouragement. And we also have a private community where in between all our calls and workshops, we are cheering each other on, talking through, you know, what box sets we're listening to or watching and podcasts we're listening to and all the other good stuff that comes in being in community. And all of this is housed in a members-only website and I pour everything that I have learned from my own business journey of supporting hundreds of women over these past six years in a really fun, intimate, community-driven way. This program is all about both the strategy and the soul of what it means to be a woman in business. And I'd love you um, to feel really welcome to check it out. The link to all the info that you need is in the show notes. And if it feels like something you're drawn towards, we can get on a Zoom together really soon and chat about it some more. The link to do all that is in the show notes as well. Okay, so back to this week's episode. So you probably heard me mention that this time last year, I sent out a pretty comprehensive survey for female business owners. And there was a really brilliant response to it. I think there was over 70 women in business that gave me feedback on some of their biggest challenges, the things that they were facing in their work, um, what they'd love to be doing more of, uh, what they wanted to be able to do differently. And it was really revealing for me as a coach to hear those responses. And it has actually shaped so much of the work that I do But here on this platform, for instance, the content I create, and that was the intention. So I wanted to find out what really was troubling female business owners and see if there were ways I could support them for free through this podcast and and newsletters and social media posts, etc. And I asked this one particular question towards the end of the survey, and it was this. What is the biggest mind trash thinking that you come up against in your business that you'd love to work through? So I want to talk about some of the responses here because one response came up an unprecedented amount of times. 
So the number one mind trash that came up in my 2022 survey was about other people. So the answers uh, that were given were things like, my mind trash is that I think other people are better than me. Or what will other people think if I do X, Y, and Z? Or I don't think that what I'm doing is of the same value compared to other people in my industry. Other people, other people, other people, other people. So I thought, let's talk about this. First of all, if this many women in business, a really, really high amount of of people uh, took this survey, if that many women in business are saying the same thing, then I reckon something about this must be very natural. As in, it sounds to me like this is our protective nature. So the nature that we all have within that wants to remain safe in the pack, to know that we are not at risk of being abandoned or rejected. Like it's only normal that when it comes to putting our work out there, our bravest, most honest work out there, that we find it excruciating because we know how exposing it is, how naturally there is going to be judgment that happens because, hello, we all judge, we all have opinions. And our sense of this perks up when we're doing work that feels deeply personal. So, of course, our brains want to try and mitigate that risk and help us feel safe again. But, you know, no amount of me or anyone else saying, you can't be concerned with other people's opinions or stay in your lane, don't worry about other people's opinions is actually like that advice is not going to soothe us out of that. So I want to offer an alternative frame on this stuff. And rather than asking you to bypass your worries or kind of, you know, girl boss yourself out of this sense of self-consciousness about other people, I want to talk about it honestly Because those are real feelings and those feelings need worked through because they can be thieves. Those feelings can rob us. And when we don't address them and we just try and bypass them with some like, I don't know, trite advice like other people's opinions are not your concern. You're like, that is not helpful. Um, And it can really rob us. So I want to just talk about how it happens, like how it robs us. I think it's really helpful for us to to think about that. So here's a couple of things that are over over self-consciousness and hyper-awareness of other people's opinions can really steal from us. And the first thing that's really important is that it actually robs us of the joy of learning and trying. I know that probably learning and trying doesn't feel like a joyful thing, but actually when we're overly concerned with other people, um, it can really stunt our opportunity to give things a go. And all of the rich learning and joy that can come from that creative process, it can prevent us from the deep lessons and learning curves that we will certainly experience when we begin to give things a go, to try things, to maybe step out into more stretchier territory for us. And it's a real shame that this happens because the most beautiful and sometimes scary place to be 
is in that center of trying, of creating, of seeing if things work, to see if they resonate. And when we are consumed by other people's hypothetical opinions, we give over the opportunity to grow into our own skin and to learn about ourselves. And that is such a huge shame. Another way we lose when we are consumed by our own self-consciousness and fears about what other people are doing and if they might be doing it better is that we end up shrinking down and we end up playing small. We start to talk ourselves out of things that come our way that could be good for us. We maybe show up and share about our work but water it down and keep our head just slightly peeping above the parapet in case we are too noticed or too visible. And this kind of shrunken down version of ourselves is a total injustice to us, to our gifts and to the people who might really love and enjoy them or be served and helped by them. And so if this plague of self-consciousness or the fear of other people's opinions or comparison is running rampant and stealing these things from you, I want you to remember these, these three things. Firstly, I want you to remember that other people aren't actually thinking about you as much as you think they are. <laughs> they really aren't. So if 70% of my survey answers have anything to reveal, it's that we're all concerned about other people's opinions and how we measure up, that it indicates to me that we're spending more, more time worried about that than it could possibly even be true, because it tells me that we're actually all consumed with our own insecurities, <laughs> with our own self-consciousness, to really be spending time reeling over our own opinions of someone else's work. So if this is true, then maybe we can release that thought and remember that actually people are kinder and more generous of spirit than we often give them credit for. It's more likely that someone is looking at your work in total admiration right now. It's more likely that someone is aspiring to the kind of offering that you're bringing to the table. It's more likely that someone is watching you show up in your work, in your business and having warm thoughts towards you because they know how much it takes to be brave and put themselves out there as well. So what if the opposite was true and that you decided to operate from a more generous lens of everyone is wishing me well or people are focused on their own thing, I can focus on mine too. What if that were the truth? And instead of letting this rob us, we allow it to fuel us. The second thing is, if you're always loyal to everyone else's hypothetical opinions, where is the room for you to be loyal to yourself? If your posture is to be churning over every scenario of what you think people are assuming about you, what you think people are saying, what you think people want from you, how much space are you really leaving for yourself, for your desires, for your creativity, for your intuition about what is next for you, for your own opinions on your work, for your gut sense about what you might like to create or try next? When we are overly consumed by the hypothetical needs or opinions of others, we tend to quash 
any sense of autonomy over our own creative process. And it creates this tension and division in our loyalty. And then finally, just to play devil's advocate for a second, stay with me. So what if other people do talk? So what if other people are, air quotes, better? Or so what if people do think a certain thing about you? What does it really mean about you? Is it true? Only you know. Similarly, what if everyone is praising you? What if everyone is running to your work, eating up everything you do, buying lots of things from you or hiring you to do stuff? What does that mean about you? Is that all true? Only you really know or get to decide. What I'm saying is if we overfixate on the opinions of others, whether they are positive and everything seems to be going our way or they are critical, we're going to get blown by the wind in every direction, every day, making decisions based on those things. Oh, someone said they like this that I'm doing. So we double down on that and we really go to town on it. Or someone seemed critical or questioning of this thing that I made. Okay, I'm going to shove that to the back. I'm not going to let that see the light of day again. And so our whole creative process, what we focus on is determined by this praise or criticism, this swinging back and forth, when really at the core, your work is so sacred And the only person ultimately it should matter to is you. It should matter if you're proud of your effort. It should matter if you are connected to it. If you are enjoying the process of creating it, if you are committed to it, if it feels valuable to you and how you want to show up in the world and in your work. Once this first type of loyalty is embedded in you, You can realize then that your main job is to do that. Your main job is to show up for yourself, be led by your intuition, your desires and ease and allow whoever's compelled by this super loyal version of you and your work to be drawn in by it when they are ready. And they will. Because a steady presence Someone who is unapologetically doing their truest work and then opening an invitation to join them is always compelling. The work of of this isn't to override these feelings of what will other people think? What if I'm not as good as other people, etc.? The work is to notice them, to cultivate some self-compassion for the natural reasons that it occurs and then Make that decision to be loyal to yourself as you move through them. I hope this episode brings you a bit of comfort for when other people's opinions or a real plague of self-consciousness arises within you on your creative or business building journey. Don't forget, the Accelerator program is open. Now, I cannot wait to bring this small group together to journey with them, to discover, to support, to learn, to laugh. We have so much fun inside this group, to grow. And if you'd like to be part of this next group of women who are dedicating 
um, time and energy to their own personal and business development over the next eight months, I'd love for you to check it out and know that you are invited to join us. Uh, All the details, including that link to hop on a call with me, are in the show notes. Thank you so much again for listening. That's all from me. I'll be back soon. Bye.